Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's start the uh, podcast with a little fun here. What are the last things that you ordered on Amazon? So uh, if you go to your Amazon app, I got mine on my phone, uh, you tap on your profile picture, then it says your order. So here we are in the last three months. Now remember... I share an account with my wife, so mine are going to be a mixture of different things. For example, uh, a couple of days ago, she ordered uh, Rise Up Spray Volumizing and Something Hairspray. Okay. So, okay. Uh, I ordered The Great Gatsby, the book. Oh, okay. I started to read it last night. It is a classic all-American novel written in about 1924, and I could barely get through the first yep. two paragraphs. Yeah. It is it is written in such a flowerful language. Yep. Flowery language. I I I I wanted to read a great American novel and it is so difficult to concentrate on. I put it down. I will never pick it up again. I tried Anna Karenina once and I also tried um I think Wuthering Heights and yep. Wuthering Heights at least is shorter. Anna Karenina is like exhaustingly long and I'm like I cannot do it. Um, I did read War of the Worlds, which I think could be considered a pretty classic American yeah, novel. Yeah, I did not like it at all. Um, but it's not really my genre. But I yeah. was like, oh, I I was so annoyed with it. I want to read a great American novel, and um, uh, what's the one where the picture of the guy, the portrait of Adrian Gray, or something like that? Um, uh, and that's not exactly what it is, but where the portrait gets older, but the man stays young. Dorian Gray, The Portrait of Dorian oh, Gray. I don't know. Yeah. And I wanted to read it, but again, it's written in a language that is so difficult to follow. Yeah. It's it's English obviously, but it's 20 years old or 100 years old English. So, okay, next one she uh, got was she orders these uh, grapefruit flavored uh, ice drinks. Uh, she got Reynolds Kitchen pop-up parchment uh, sheets, mm. and then she got um, vanilla flavoring, and then she got a um uh, a tablet for Ava. Ava is <laughs> Yeah. Not even she's a year and a half old, and she got her a tablet and headphones. And I said she should not have a tablet and headphones at that age. So we got into a discussion about that. Give me your top five things or your most recent Amazon purchases. Yeah, so uh, you can tell that I I do art. Mine is pretty lame. I have two picture frames that I ordered. I have two different stacks of clear plastic packing envelopes that I use for shipping my art. I have. Uh, 12-inch wooden long spoons for cooking. Okay. Because uh, Dolly chewed up the one we had. Mm, that's your dog. Ass. And then I have plastic, like these plastic bags that are specifically fit for our cat's litter box. <laughs> it's so lame. You know, I Sometimes I don't order things on Amazon. Susan is an Amazon fiend. Yeah. But I always like to like, okay, I need a new electric toothbrush. Mine doesn't work right. It doesn't hold a charge. I know that I could get one delivered by Saturday. Yeah. On Amazon, but I don't want to because it's an $80 toothbrush. I want to go down to CVS and patronize a local store that my neighbors work at. Right. And there's certain things that I get it. With Amazon, click, click, tap, done. Yeah. And you've got your toothbrush a couple of days later. And I get that, but I also don't want to put little stores out of business. And CVS is not a little store. I get that. Yeah. But my neighbors work there. So I try to spread that around a little bit. It depends on the item. Some items I want to buy in person and some 
like the plastic covers for my art. That's Amazon all day. I, don't, I get I'm it. I'm not going to go to Blick and spend, honestly, I'm not going to go to Blick and spend $40 on that when I can get them for $10 on Amazon. I know, and that's one of the things. It, and it, I, I don't mind spending a few extra dollars, but that's another problem that the local stores face is Amazon is usually cheaper. Yeah, some things I will spend more on. Okay, these were Q&A questions I had on my Instagram last night, so I'll ask you some of these. Okay. Who was your very first celebrity crush? Mm, uh, I would say there was a girl named Allison on the new Mickey Mouse Club when I was in sixth grade or eighth grade. Her name was Allison. I think that's who I named my daughter after. If you go to the new Funny. Mickey Mouse Club in about 1977 and look up Allison, oh, she was so cute. Uh, I put Taylor Hansen was my yeah, okay, first sure. one. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, what is your favorite curse word and why? Um, Probably fuck. Yeah, fuck. It's so it's all it's so impressive. That's that's cool as fuck. Or you're a fuck. Yeah. Or you're a dumb fuck. Or fuck me. Or fuck you. That's just so all inclusive. Shit doesn't have that kind of um, uh, adaptability. Someone asked me if they would rather have if I would rather be on a straight or a island, a deserted island, with you or Jenny. And I was like Dave easily because Dave has Boy Scout training, while Jenny I think would be determined to get off. And I yep. think Jenny would be athletic so I could make her do the coconut runs and things because obviously the island has coconuts for drinking. Yeah. Uh, Dave, I know, could start a fire. I have some faith that Dave would have enough engineering mental capacity to maybe build some sort of raft or housing unit for me. In all these scenarios, I would be everyone's last choice because I would offer nothing. Well, you would do nothing but complain. Oh, I would complain so and much. And whine. Yep. And then I'd say, Fallon, can you help me gather coconuts? You'd be like, oh, just go now. <laughs> no. I mean, Fallon, hey, we're out of fresh like water. A will you in a minute. Will you help me dig a hole to get some fresh water? Oh. I just dug a hole yesterday. I'm so tired. What was your favorite memory from 2021? That's hard because it's like recapping. Huh, nothing happened know. in 2021. Uh, probably going, I think in 2021, I went rafting with Carson. Yeah. I don't know off the top of my head. That's probably my favorite memory. Yeah. But there's other ones. I mean, that's just off the top of my head. Not every great memory has to be based on a trip, but since we like traveling so much, I guess the first one that comes to mind is probably our big, huge family trip to Glacier National Park because it was Love like that, yeah. everyone, like Jake's whole family, we shared a house. And honestly, I don't know how we got so lucky it, for it to be maybe one of my favorite vacations I've ever taken. Um, let's see. These are questions you asked on Instagram yes. yesterday. So I'm trying to find ones that aren't just for me. Okay. Uh, Dave, where's your favorite place to get your nails done in the Twin Cities? Um, uh, my bathroom or my desk. <laughs> I know. I don't get my nails done. I'm sorry. Uh, I never noticed that about you. You're right. Your nails are just plain nails. I used to. Why don't you anymore? It, because it's expensive. And mm. honestly, it's like, it's exhausting. You have to go every, my nails. It never I, ends. It never ends. And nope. I honestly got to the point where I'm like, fuck this. I'm not going to continue this cycle of $45 every week and a half. And I wouldn't go every week and a half. I'd wait too long because I didn't want to go that frequently. Yeah. Then they look like shit for a week. And it was, I hated it. I think you made the right choice. Seriously, it's not its not your thing. Yeah, occasionally I'll get a pedicure. Yeah. But I don't even keep up with that. My okay. toes are nasty. Uh, let's see. What's the best part of your job? Uh, the creativity. I think the fact that the, we get to come up with creative ideas and put them on the radio. And the filter is me. And uh, a lot of people don't have that at their job. They yeah. have to filter it through their boss. And she gets to say whether you do it. 
Right now, you and I know someone who is in radio. They do a show like us, but they're so new and inexperienced that they have to run anything creative by their boss. That was my last job. I had to run like everything by, and we would meet every day after our show to go over every detail of the show and like what we could have done better. And I think it was good learning because I was really new to it, but it was also frustrating because it was like, if you messed up, you would just, you knew in your mind, well, I'm going to have to talk about this. Like, it's like you weren't allowed to make any mistakes, even though I think part of the fun of our show is there are days when we make mistakes because we're human and it's live. And I think people laugh about it. Like, honestly, I know Dave gets frustrated on a day when he fucks up with the board a few times, like buttons are hit wrong. But I think it, even though he's frustrated, it shows that he's human. We make mistakes and people laugh about it. Um, I don't know that I, when I, when I first got into radio, you know, I worked the all night show and then I worked like the, you know, whatever, sometimes on weekends, afternoons or whatever. And the boss would bring us in once a week to play audio from that week's show. And they would critique it and tell you what you're doing good and what you're doing bad. And we hated those things, Yeah. but I learned so much. I learned, don't do this. Don't do that. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, There was a song back then that had a 52 second intro. And the intro is the part, it's the music before the singer starts to sing. And DJs love to talk over the intro of a song. It was 52 seconds, and I sat there and gave as many high school football scores as I could to fill that up. And I remember my boss, he was a great boss. I learned so much. He's like, you don't have to do that. He's like, don't fill up the intro just because it's there. And I'm like, what? Yeah. He's like, yeah, you don't have to fill it up with high school football scores just because you have 52 seconds. And, I, and I've never forgotten that. Yeah. So... It's just so, but, but I will say this: having sat down and coached other shows, a lot of people they don't want to hear what they can do better. They want affirmation that they're doing it right. Right, and that is, those are the worst kind of people. Maybe you coach people in a different way. Maybe you work at uh, an office and you have to help younger people or inexperienced people. Maybe you're a teacher and you help other teachers. And a lot of people don't want to be told they're doing something wrong, or they could do it better. They only want affirmation that what they're doing is right. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of radio shows, if they're new, they suck. Yeah. I mean, flat out honest with you, if they're new, they suck. And they're not doing much right at all. But they don't want to hear that. Right. And it because it hurts. It's hard it to does. hear that. Yeah. You have to give them some positive. That's the thing. If you give them all negative, then that like then that will destroy all moving forward. Well, they say to start out and make it a sandwich. So you do a positive like, oh, man, you know what? I got to tell you, when you did that weather, when you said it was 38 degrees, <laughs> man, you that talk about smooth. When you said 38 degrees, that was beautiful. If that's Keep the doing only that. thing you could find a compliment, oh, you got to find something, bad, but then yeah. you go. But then when you spent 15 minutes talking about your dead aunt, oh. that was a little bit too much. But I tell you, that 36 degrees thing, man, when you did that, oh, I listened to that over and over. I couldn't get enough. Sometimes that's oh, the way man. it is. Okay, what are you looking forward to in during or this upcoming summer? Uh, summer, ride the motorcycle. Yeah. Seriously, I may get a new motorcycle. Trade one of my least favorite, least ridden motorcycles in. So, motorcycle. What about you? I think just going out on the lake and just like okay. enjoying time, like enjoying summer, summer sun. Yeah, nothing too exciting there. Uh, let's see. I'm just looking through these so I can find something good for us to do. Someone asked me when I plan to switch Olive over to a big girl bed. I am waiting until the last possible second. Like basically when she, she crib now. Yep, when okay. she can escape from the crib, then I'll move her to the bed. But until then, keep her trapped because I don't want her running out of her room and 
all that stuff. We never had a problem with that. Honestly, I don't know what we did right. Mm-hmm. We never had a problem with the I kids trying. I hear such a mix of that. I hear such a mix of parents like you who don't have any issues. I just get this feeling Olive is not going to be an easy kid with that kind of stuff because she's always been terrible with sleep. I'm, always since and, she was and a baby. And that sucks. My kids were just great with sleep. I will say that Chase's mom let him sleep in her bed until he was about 11. Mm-hmm. And that was a big mistake because then Chase could not sleep by himself. Oh, yeah. And I would go sleep. I would bring him to a hotel. I'd go to Phoenix to visit him when he was like 9 or 10 or 8 years old. And he would come to the hotel and sleep with me next to me in the other bed. Oh, yeah. But he didn't like it. As a matter of fact, many times his mom had to come pick him up because he couldn't do it. I will tell you now, don't let your kids sleep with you. I know it seems easier, but you will pay for it mm-hmm. in the long run. Our kids got in bed, and they never got out. And if they did, we'd put them firmly back in the bed yeah. with no talk, no talk, no attention, no candy, no treat, no water. And we'd be like, nope, you're going back to bed. So You didn't do like that? Because that's the thing that Olive's already starting to do, where she wakes up in the middle of the night, she wants water. And part of me feels bad because I'm like, she's two, so she might actually just want water because she's like had a mm. cough. Yep. And then part of me's like... I remember, and that's even in movies, it's like one of the stalling tactics for kids is like, just a glass of water, one more story, one more whatever. So I don't know. I don't know how to do it right. I don't know how to do it right. And Jake, honestly- Don't ever put her in your bed. He just raised Dylan half. She doesn't go to our bed yet. I mean, so I hope that continues. But Jake has a couple of times uh, gone down when she's having a- Like, she puked in her bed two nights ago. So Jake took her out and slept in the spare bedroom bed with her. Okay. And that, I'm like, that's fine. He, he's obviously I mean, not going to put yeah. her in this back in the bed with yeah. the puke. It's gross. Um, okay. What's your biggest pet peeve? Um, people who don't follow the rules when I want to follow the rules. Like people who take their dog off a leash when you're not supposed to. Uh, people And they're societal rules. They're not always like laws. They're just societal rules like talking really loud on your cell phone mm-hmm. or doing FaceTime at the airport or listening to your phone really loud, just societal rules. I think anything where people put themselves above, like people who don't clean up their dog poop, that's putting yourself above yeah. society. And it's like somebody wrote the other day, they said, I'm not going to clean up after my dog. If I'm out for an hour with my dog and he poops, I'm not going to carry the dog poop around for an hour. And I'm like, oh, so your solution is to leave it there for other people to look at, possibly step in. What if everybody, can I just th- tell you this one? Yeah. I was out cross-country skiing yesterday in yes. Lake Minnewashta, and the cross-country ski trails are groomed, and they're only for skiers. They're not for people to walk around on. There are plenty of trails in mm-hmm. Lake Minnewashta Park to walk on that I don't get to ski on. There are paved trails. There are gotcha. dirt trails. There was a woman yesterday, and um, and I see footprints all the time, and she was out walking on the cross-country skiing trail, and it's clearly marked no pedestrians, no walking, just cross-country skiing. And uh, and I didn't say anything to her because I don't want to be a dick, yeah. you know, but but she was the one being a dick, honestly, right. um, because I didn't want to say anything to her. I didn't want to frighten her because I'm a man and she's a woman. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to frighten her, and I didn't want to stop next to her and startle her. So, yeah, I got to be aware of things like that. And But there she was walking, leaving big old fucking boot prints in the groomed mm-hmm. snow. And I'm like... It's one person, but what if everybody thought right. they could walk on the groomed trails? So just don't. Just don't yeah. walk on the groomed trails. Most people know this. It is a, it's a ski trail, and it's groomed for cross-country skiing. Get your fucking boots off of the fucking trail. So you, See, fuck is a great word. Yeah, it's a great word. You're really calm about it. Yeah. 
uh, had, okay, so here's one. What's a good credit card to stack travel points? Now, the only reason someone asked this is because <laughs> someone asked about finances, and I said that Jake and I put, like, everything on a credit card that we pay it off every month because then we get a ton of travel points. And I don't know the answer to this. We use Chase Sapphire. I know you use one because I think you do we Southwest, use Southwest a lot. We put everything yeah, on Southwest. Same. And then we get free flights on Southwest. Same. And, uh, well, ours, since ours is Chase, and we can use it for any airline, but... Um, Thrifty Traveler is a local company, and you can sign up. Like I think it's like $30 a year, and they send you great flight deals um, that are happening. But they also have a lot of travel tips, and they kind of point out the benefits of all the different cards. They might be a good site to check out. Uh, Dave. Yes, I'm right here. Best concert you've ever been to? Who? Uh, I would say Paul McCartney because he's a legend. Um, mm-hmm. uh, not because it was a great showpiece of entertainment. That would be Kiss. My first concert. I, I'm gonna have to go with Kiss. My very first concert ever. When concerts were magical and holy crap, there they are. And the special effects were. You get a 17 year old uh, Hayseed from Colorado seeing Kiss in concert for the first time. Back when they were still dangerous. They're they're kind old men now. Yeah. They're businessmen in makeup. But back then they were dangerous. Yeah. And that was badass. That was my best concert. No question. What about you? Garth Brooks. He's just okay. such a great entertainer, and I, I know every song, and he does all of, all of his hit songs. Um, Dave, have you ever dealt with imposter syndrome? If so, how do you go about it? And I, I guess it was to me, it was like, do you ever deal with it? I don't think you deal with imposter. What's that mean? Imposter syndrome is where you feel like you don't belong where you are, as far as like career, oh no, or never. like happiness, successful <laughs> places in life. Never, not even once. No, I honestly, I've, I've never. I don't think I'm an arrogant person, but I know that I am good. Yeah. And and I don't question it. It's one thing that I'm good at is doing this job. I'm not a great musician, I'm not a great student, I was not a great boy scout, but I've never had any I've never had any doubt that I'm good at this job. And and when you look around and you see the results, um then you go, "Oh, I must be pretty good at this job." I'm getting a little I'm getting better at it. I used to be really bad at imposter syndrome and feeling like, like I was Like people are going to find out that you're fake, that yeah, you're not that good. Yeah, I'm not good. And I used to be really bad about it. I think that Definitely time has helped. I mean, in September, I will have been in radio for 20 years at that point. Like, that's mm-hmm. a that's a really long time to, like, if I have didn't have it figured out at that point, then I probably shouldn't be in this career. Um, also, I have been successful in my career, so I feel like that has helped me feel confident in myself. Um, but I also know I, I try hard on things that I'm asked to do um, or that I want to do. So I don't know. I I think how do I and deal like today? I for instance today I have a thing I'm doing. I've never done anything like it. It's like a Twitch live stream. I've done things like this before. I'll get nervous um, because it's with higher ups with our company. So I like want to impress them. But at the end of the day, when I do those things, I feel good about them at the end. Like and I'm like, why did I worry about that? That's what I do for a living. I should be good at that, right? So I get that. Well, I don't know if I have a answer for how I uh, go about it. When I have it, though, I think that if you look around you, no matter what field you're in, you're going to realize there is a lot of people in your field that are not very good. And I see that in radio. I see like I used to think that if you worked in a big city like Philadelphia or Boston, you must be really good. And I learned over the years. No, that's not necessarily true. There's a lot of people who really aren't very good at what they do in radio. There's a lot of people. I know some people who are way more successful than me. And I listen to them, and I'm go- and I say they're not very good. Right. And I even hear people. This is the attest- a testament to that. 
people will text that live in another city and say, I never been to Minnesota, but I listen to yeah. you guys over my local radio show because you guys are so much better. So my point is there's a lot of people probably in any business. If you're yep. a chiropractor, there's probably a lot of shit chiropractors and you're like, how do they even keep their license? Yeah. There's probably a lot of car salespeople that are shit. Yeah. And sit in the back and smoke cigarettes out by the loading dock all afternoon. And you're like, how do they keep their job? I, I think it happens anywhere. I think when you get to that point, you know, you should know that you belong there because um, not that this is a bad example. If you're the boss's daughter and you got the job, maybe you would question, did I get the job because I'm the boss's daughter? But in your situation, I'm guessing you're not the boss's daughter. So if you have that job, you have that job because you deserve to be there. And so I would say unless you royally screw it up and prove you don't deserve to be there, you deserve to be there, and that should be enough for yourself. And you know. know what? And that's true because you don't have to be perfect. You you, you just have to be You have to be good. You have to be good enough. Yep. Um, uh, I worked at a radio station one time where it wasn't the boss's daughter. It was the boss's son. The boss mm-hmm. is a man, and he hired his son, and his son was okay. Yeah. Son got promoted. And I remember one time I wanted stock options. This is back a long time ago when, you know, when you negotiate a contract, they're like, you can get stock options. And it's like, oh, I can get, you know, 10,000 shares of whatever yeah. uh, stock options. No, sorry, can't do that. Can't do that. Talking to his son, guess who got stock options? His fucking son yeah. got stock options. Well, this course. was somebody who was in many, many ways a really good person, but in a lot of ways was one of the most biased, nepotism, slanted people I've ever worked mm. for. And um, uh, just, yeah. So and anyway... Nobody's completely good. Nobody's completely bad. Hey, that's the podcast for today. We didn't get to emails today. We we're a little bit thin on emails today. and uh, But if you sent one, we still have it. We just didn't get to it today because we were busy talking about ourselves. Our favorite subject. It is. Ourselves. Uh-huh. That's everybody's favorite subject. Do you ever wonder how to make conversation with somebody? Get them to talk about themselves. It's their favorite subject, and they know it better than anybody. Yeah. But if you got something you want to talk about, uh, then send an email to Ryan Show. At KDWB.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.